Hi, welcome back to Mystery Kink. My name's Chris. My name's Leonard. Hey, we're going to be doing a really crazy episode today. We were going to do UFOs and the abductions linked with sleep paralysis, but we got into something a little bit crazier. So uh, one of our friends, Leo, which um, he should be hopping on this podcast, but we're still trying to get him on. He, he uh, knew about what we were going to be researching, and he happens to throw uh, this name out here for us. Antonio Viez Boez. Now, this guy is actually pretty funny just because he apparently got abducted and then clapped some alien cheeks. Dude, he got it deep on those alien cheeks, man. And apparently in this story, after he has intercourse with this alien, she does a little, uh, I guess, a little sign showing that, like, I'm, I'm pregnant now. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, starting some star children shit. Some intergalactic children. Can you imagine that? Fuck. Could you imagine the like the currency exchange for like child support on that? It'd probably be out, outside this world. Out of this world. All right, Mister Leonard, Mister Pun Master over here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you, you know what to do with it. No, that's funny. I love, you. I love you, brother. All right, so, all right. So we're gonna get started into this Brazilian timeline. Brazil has this crazy UFO flap that lasts over years. Yeah, there's actually a really big uh, tie in between at least Brazil, Nazis, and of course aliens. Which, if you say that all three into one, it sounds like we're making things up. But we do have a lot of proof to back up this theory. It sounds like a bad B movie. <clears throat> yeah. Where, like, you can see the zipper on the back of the alien costume. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to start where it begins and ends in September 2nd, 1945, World War II ends. Why that's important is because the Nazis flee Germany to escape persecution. That's fact. That's not fake. That's not conspiracy. And if I remember correctly, there were uh, Nazi ships actually spotted with pictures in Brazil. Yeah, Nazis were going back and forth between Brazil and Mexico, trying to get Mexico to turn on America. But Mexican was like, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah, I remember that. But the Brazilians were kind of like... Repeat that one more time? Yeah, so uh, Germany was trying to get Mexico to turn on us, but Mexico was like, hell no, we ain't doing that. Exactly, because you know, Mexico is not the enemy. No, they're not. All right, let's go on. Yeah, so Brazilians, though, they were like, this motherfucker's spitting. They're like, nah, <laughs> it's That's why a lot of Brazilians have German descent in them. Which is, actually, I never even knew that until we started looking this up. Yeah, it's crazy how Brazil was just like, yo, let's, what's just, up? Just bring, in, just bring in the Germans, yeah, sure. Yeah, so Nazis flee there. Joseph Mengele, the Nazi angel of death, was found there. He actually brought back for persecution and shit. So, moving on to two years later, July 1947, in Sao Paulo, Brazil, topographer Jose Higgins is working with laborers in Baru, Sao Paulo. They heard a sharp, loud noise and seen a lens-shaped craft land. The workers split. They're just like, nah, we're the fuck out of here. It's funny that, like, but Higgins decided to stay. Oh, man, so, he's, he's like that one guy. He's just like, uh, nah, let me just see what's going to go on here. That dude got huevos. You know what I'm saying? He yeah, got the real, Yeah, he got the cojones. Yeah. So, he's chilling. The, pl- the ship lands. Three humanoid aliens step out. And they talk to him for about an hour, hour and a half. And the guy says that they sound like they're speaking a Japanese dialect. See, that's weird, because that's, like, the first type of story I've heard that, oh, yeah, I met aliens, but they usually say, like, oh, yeah, they talk through, like, your brain. Yeah. But this guy said he was, they're speaking, like, Japanese. The thing is, though, like, why would the aliens be, be speaking Japanese if, of course, he's Portuguese? Well, you know, the Japanese and the Germans were homies in World War Two, so. 
Oh, hey, there you go. There yeah, you go. It makes sense. I don't know. You know, Germans and Nazis were really heavily involved into like the mysticism and all the UFO bullshit. I did not really know about There's that. There's a huge tie-in. That's a new episode we're going to be doing. I, g- I guess so. That's pretty interesting. So, just for a little, like, a little cool fact, July 1947, the Roswell, New Mexico crash happens. Which you guys have to mark down if you guys want to take notes on this up. So, yeah. it is going to be a few, uh, few parts. This is where it gets crazy. Roswell, New Mexico, July 5th. July 27th, Sao Paulo gets visited, and he, they talk to Higgins. And, uh... They're only about 8,000 kilometers away, so it's not super far if you're flying around. No, no, yeah, it's not. So these dudes just roll out. They're like, hey, yo, our homie crashed. We're just here to pick him up. Higgins is like not understanding their Japanese dialect. So, you know, it's really it's really accurate, really close together. So what makes you think him out of all people that would happen to stay? Like you see everybody running. And usually like we see everybody running. Your your first reaction is to run. So what, do you make, what makes you think that uh, Jose Higgins actually said, like, you know what? Let me just see what this is all about. I got two theories. The first one is some people are just made of that. You know what I mean? Some people are just made of that metal to be like... Like, I'm not going to really move until like I really have to. I need like to know the... what the fuck this is. All right. You know what I mean? And my second theory is not only is Brazil, but a lot of Hispanic culture has a lot of tie into UFO stuff. The Hispanic pyramids, the Aztecs, all of them tie into UFO stuff. I think there's some kind of link between... South America, Mexico, and Hispanic cultures with UFOs. Mm. Well, we're going to be deep and down, at least with the Portuguese side, the Brazilian side, so we'll get more information. And maybe, hopefully, more Mexico type of stuff pops up on this. Exactly. So we'll get along to that. We're going to continue down the timeline here in Brazil. May 1952. Journalist Joel Martins and his photographer Eduardo Kefel report a flying disc in the Barra de Tejuca. Their photo gets published by a magazine, Magazine O Cruzeiro. See, now that's crazy. Now, now you hear and stuff. So basically about, whatever is that, five years ago. They, five years later, yeah. Yeah, so there's, you know, Jose Higgins. Nobody said anything about it. Then 1952 runs around, and then boom, there's an article. And I would say probably because there's an article about Roswell. So oh. the next... Brazilian, yeah. you know, thing that came up was in 1952, and now someone finally said, "Hey, let's put this in the magazine and talk about it." Yeah, so I honestly think people started looking towards the skies when they heard Roswell. Yes, like way more eyes on the sky. Yeah, and uh, this journalist and his homie are chilling, and they just happen to see a UFO, a disc-shaped flying UFO, and they take a picture of it, and their story gets published in a magazine. Like that shit sells. Like yeah, that, that's gonna sell some tickets. Like. You ever watch Mexican TV? Uh, I, I used to watch Moon Dose back in the day. Those are good. Yeah, Moon Dose was a shit. Moon Dose is a shit. But there's this thing, uh, it's called uh, Paranormale, Paranormales is something else. It's a really good, like, found footage TV show. Oh, I never, never knew. Was it on Moon Dose or was it on a different, like, Spanish channel? I'm not sure. I just know my mother in law would watch it, and it would be, like, the most, like, fucked up, like, paranormal video sent in by real people. So it's almost kind of like um, the paranormal... Uh, paranormal uh, Caught on camera. Yeah, but it's just Kinda Spanish. like that, but the Mexican version. I never knew they it even was, had something It like was that. wild. They had some shit on that. There. I was like, oh, God. Was it mostly just in Spanish countries, or were we talking about like, like everywhere? I think it was mostly Spanish countries. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've only seen a couple episodes, though. I haven't watched a whole set with her. You know what? Like, when Chris and I were started to like, research this, I swear there is like a big tie within the Hispanic culture... And UFOs. There's a, UFOs. there's a there's a there's a big huh? Not just UFOs, paranormal in general. 
And it, oh yeah, the you got the duendes, the little gnomes. You got the um, all the ghosts, the chupacabra, the chupacabra, all that shit. Like, there's a lot of shit that happened to do with with you know. I swear, like mo- most of these horror stories or paranormal stories, all of them, I swear, come like from <clears throat> you know Spanish descent or whatever. Because like I swear, it just gets translated over here, and then we have our own little stories. Because if you even if you look up like we're not gonna talk about Bigfoot today or anything, but if you actually look up, there's different kinds of Bigfoots all over the place. Like like maybe Brazil has like their own Bigfoot. Like no, Spanish every has every country has a Bigfoot, which is kind of weird. Like they have their own separate Bigfoot, and it's just well, when which one's true? That's how how I think about it. Like which one is true? They're all like, true. Well, well, it's it's another it's another discussion. That's another I discussion. believe in the Yeti, but when it's like, well, why, why do you believe in the Yeti and not everything else? If someone's going to be hairy as fuck, I'm sorry. You're going to have to be living in the snow. You're not going to be in, like, fucking Death Valley in California, 140 Fahrenheit. The Yucca Man's there. Shush. We still got to We still gotta go see the Yucca Man. All right. I still want to do that. We'll see the Yucca Man. All right. All right go, moving going on back on. To uh, September 13, 1957, journalist Ibrahim Suede receives an envelope containing three medals and a letter from an unknown eyewitness. The medals are tested... They turn out to be just magnesium, which is a normal thing you find on Earth. Um, the letter just states that uh, the witness saw a UFO crash land on a beach. He grabbed some metals. He turned it in, but there's no identifying anything. Yeah, so it's like stuff that we could find here on Earth is, you know, so it's basically, they probably thought it was like a BS story. Yeah, so they, they, they're pretty sure it's a hoax. All right, moving on to the man of the hour. Good old Antonio. Antonio... Clap them alien cheeks, Boaz. <laughs> All right. So Antonio Boaz later in life becomes a lawyer. Pretty dope. You gotta be a smart dude to be a lawyer. Yeah, especially especially back in the day. So at the time of his alleged abduction, Antonio Viez Boaz was 23 years old, a Brazilian farmer who was working the night to avoid the hot temperatures of the day. Smart dude. Yeah, right. dude. I would. Especially Brazil. You ever mowed your lawn at night? That's dope. What to say it again? Mow your lawn at night? That's fucking dope. Bro. I actually know. It's never. cool. It always like it's bright early in the morning. No, you feel the engine, the heat off the engine. You smell the grass better because it's kind of wet and cool. Check oh. it out. It's fun. On October 16th, 1957, he was plowing the fields, not the aliens, <laughs> in Sao Francisco de Sales. And when he knows that day, he will be also plowing aliens. Damn. With the beats. <laughs> so... According to his story, this star approaches his position, growing in size until it becomes recognizably as a roughly circular or egg-shaped aerial craft, with red light at its front and a rotating cupola on top. It's a cupola. We're gonna let's check that out right now. A cupola is a dome-like structure on top of a building. So he saw the classic UFO with the yeah. with the disc and then the dome on top. I never know why they call it like that. Is that like a, a Portuguese word or is it just uh, just a word that I just never heard? Uh, I have no idea, honestly. Um, We're learning everything every day, folks. Yeah, it's Greek. Oh. Kupala is Greek. Oh, shit. So, or Latin, Greek, whatever. Same deal. So, the craft begins descending to land in the field, extending three legs... As his three legs are getting ready to extend. <laughs> At this point, Boaz decides to run from the scene. According to Boaz, he attempted to leave the scene on his tractor. Not See, smart. that's not very smart. Well, I mean, what kind of tractor is it? Some of those, like... You're talking about, what, 1957 here? So it's probably not a great tractor. It's not no fucking John Deere or anything. It's a Wandeer. 
<laughs> he attempted to leave on his tractor. The lights die. The engine dies. He only traveled a short distance. Then he decided to run on foot. However, he was seized by a 1.5 meter tall humanoid. That's about five foot direct. Yeah, it's like, it's like my height. He was wearing gray coveralls and a helmet. Its eyes were small and blue. And instead of speech, it made little noises like barks or yelps. Three similar beings then joined the first in subduing Boaz, and they dragged him inside the craft. All right, before we continue on, so we had one alien invasion in 1947 that they only speak uh, Japanese, and then now we have one that doesn't actually speak anything besides, like... Um, Barks and yelps. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, if those little guys ain't aliens and they're robots, like the little, you know, drones to bring in the catch. Oh, true. Maybe, I don't know. I don't speak alien. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boaz claims he was stripped of his clothes and covered from head to toe with a strange gel. So, now, so is this like the, so when I'm thinking about gel, so I'm talking about, thinking about how we go to the doctors and you mm. have to get an ultrasound or something. So I'm thinking about this type of gel. Now, say if you would, if you were in the alien invasion, like you were, okay. or your sleep paralysis, did you have, you didn't have no gel. Nah. Yeah, so like, so what would you think this gel would be for? Sex lube. <laughs> <laughs> but like, why cover his whole entire body here? Bro, they're about to get freaky, intergalactic freaky. It's like space-time continuum sex. Dog, it's like, they're rubbing him in gel because there's about to be a lot of Yeah, freaky. it's just like, you don't just gotta lube up the dog, you just gotta lube the whole body. We're using the whole thing. going in head first, homie. Alright. He was then led into a large, semi-circular room through a doorway that had a strange red symbol written over it. Boaz claimed that he was able to memorize these symbols and later reproduce them for investigators. That's badass. Yeah. Why I mean, don't we not have any pictures of that? Do we have no pictures of what the symbols... So he apparently said it to the police. Yeah. But yet there's no symbols on record. Ain't that kind of fishy, folks. A little fishy. In this room, the beams took samples of Boaz's blood from his chin, which is a weird place to take blood. Yeah, I don't know if can they actually like you know how the hospital sometimes they they can't. I mean, find you could take blood from anywhere, really. Yeah, but like your chin. Yeah, well, I mean, you cut open any part of your skin, blood's coming out. Yeah, but it's just like I would think if anybody wanted to get like some you know blood samples, the last spot I would think would be your chin, especially talking about like aliens, and so we're talking about like the, their brains are supposed to be widely more developed than ours so maybe they actually know something that we actually don't true well maybe they don't know anatomy as well you know you know what i mean like that's maybe true. their anatomy it's you know, chin is where you get the blood from you know what i mean good yeah hey that's a good thought so after this he was taken to a third room and left alone for an hour and a half during this time some kind of gas was pumped in the room which made uh, boaz become violently ill so it's almost like kind of like a gas chamber yeah basically you just gassed so that see now these now these aliens do sound like Germans, right? They got the gas chamber. Why? <laughs> Shortly after this, Boaz claimed that he was joined in the room by another humanoid. This one, however, was female, very attractive, and naked. It's a very attractive alien. Let's talk about this real quick. All right. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> you looked at me and just like, all right, yeah. Like I mean, like yeah, I was I'm down to talk you... about some hot aliens. See, well, what's a hot alien? I mean, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> i'll get this shit kicked out of me yeah, for real yeah she listens to this shit too yeah she does no uh so all right uh you remember mars attacks yeah uh that scene where the uh president's assistant is seduced by an alien 
I do not remember that part. So there's a scene in the movie where it's a tall, attractive blonde, but something's wrong with her face. Like, you can just clearly see there's something wrong with her. And the way she moves, she almost doesn't walk. She almost glides. Yeah. It's really a weird looking. Like, it looks like her hips are broken the way her hips are bouncing too. It's just like trying to be sexy, but it's not quite right. So do you think it's going to be like that? Or do you think that gel that they put on him, that made him like sick, well not the gel, but like... The gas. Yeah, the gas. What if that made him like hallucinate and he actually sees like this like f- fine alien? But she, he's looking at Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, or, but, but he's, he's like, yeah, 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 like, like, oh, like, this girl's fine, but it's, like, completely different. He's like, yo, look at this dying piece. It's like Shallow Hal. I've never seen that. Oh, so in Shallow Hal, Jack Black is, like, a shallow dude. Shallow Hal. Yeah. So he goes and sees, or he gets stuck in an elevator with a life coach, and the life coach hypnotizes him to see the inner beauty of people. Ah. So you get to Gwyneth Paltrow, who's a very pretty lady. You don't know who that is because you're bad with names. Wait, we say Kirpatro? Gwyneth Paltrow. She's the goop lady. She has that vagina candle. I No, but I think I should know about it. You should. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Gwyneth Paltrow's a very attractive woman. Shallow House Caesar is an attractive woman, but in reality, she's wearing a fat suit and is like 600 pounds. Oh, wow. So there's nothing wrong with being a bigger girl. No. She's a pretty girl, but... This is a movie made in the nineties, so it's kind of Yeah, yeah, so it's kinda of trying to make it fun. Yeah. Yeah, make it fun of fat folks. Yes. So I feel that. How you doing? It should have been that funny. <laughs> so Yeah. So basically Shallow House sees a super attractive woman, but he's hypnotized. So that gas could have hypnotized him or made him hallucinate as to seeing a super hot dime piece from the stars. She was the same height as the other beings he had encountered, with a small pointed chin. And large blue cat eye, cat like eyes. So you're talking about like so it, when we first started the story. Uh, so the well, no, it's, that was Joe Higgins. So they're not five feet. Yeah. No. Okay, I'm making sure. Yeah. So she had cat like eyes. The hair on her head was long and white, somewhat like platinum blonde. But her underarm and pubic hair were bright red. See, that's so. See, it's almost like a ginger. Yeah, because the carpet don't match the drapes. Makes sense. Like, it's weird, though. Like, a ginger alien. If you would think if aliens would have any hair, would you actually think it would be red? I would think it would be some kind of, like, cool-ass, like, blues and greens. I wouldn't think. Or some, like, ultraviolet gray. Yeah, but you know what, though? Nephilim supposedly had ginger-colored hair. Just their, just their, the their head or just everywhere? God, <clears throat> I don't think the Bible described their nutsack. <laughs> well, no, yeah, no, they didn't. We well, could yeah. just assume big. Yeah, but supposedly Nephilims and Giants had red curly hair. I don't know why I never read about that. It's crazy. Uh, Boaz said he was strongly attracted to the woman, and the two had sexual intercourse, clapping them intergalactic cheeks. I can't believe it, man. Like, And it has to be, and it's this guy. This is the first story of somebody cl- clapping some alien cheeks, right? One of the first, yeah. Yeah. That's why his got so big, because usually it's like, they abducted me, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Not, like, like sh- short and sweet. Not they beat cheeks with me. <laughs> During this act, Boaz noted that the female did not kiss him, but instead nipped him, like nibbled on his chin. Well, see, when you're just fucking around, you're not supposed to kiss. I mean, yeah, but why would you? I don't know, Leonard. Well, no, it, it's just like that. It's just like that rap song. Uh, I think it was from, uh, uh, yeah, Young Dolph. <clears throat> he was just like, uh, like he's sleeping with this botch, and he was saying like. You know I didn't kiss her, and then the background's like hell nah. Like so when you're just fucking, you okay. don't kiss the girl. You just you just fuck her. 
I've been married for almost ten years. Later, it's been a while since. It, yeah, been a, yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. I'm still single. <clears throat> and it's probably all good. for a reason. But I think the uh, the other thing that you're missing is nipped him on the chin. So she was just like nibbling the, a little bit. Where they take the blood from? Oh shit! I didn't even see that. Yeah, they took the blood from the chin, and now she's biting him on the same chin that he gave blood from. What if that's how? What if females are the ones that actually no? Because he didn't have the kid. No. That's just weird, though. Right? Why Why is there so much focus on this dude's chin? Yeah. I never even noticed that when I'm reading it until you told me about it now. Yeah. It's really awful with the chin. This doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Continue on. This when it was interesting. All, all right. Yeah. When it was all over, the female smiled at Boaz, rubbing her belly and gestured upwards. Boaz took this as that she was going to raise their child in space. Which star children. That's star children are human alien hybrids. So. Yeah. Yeah. Star children are a really crazy topic. It's another, uh, another another episode, episode later on. The female seemed relie- relieved that their task was over, so she didn't want to buck. Yeah, so she's relieved. That's dirty. You ever been like with a girl? <laughs> she's like, "Well, that's over. Thank God." <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure the aftermath was probably like that. Oh God, could you imagine just like the shame? Like, thank God that's over. <laughs> <laughs> been like, I don't even want to think about that. She's like, you busted early, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, it's time to get out now. I mean, at least you let a man finish. Boaz, though, he got mad. He felt like he was disrespected by that situation, by her being like... Like, yeah, really get the hell out of here. Yeah, Be like, I'm just using you for all these uh, problems or whatever they might be needed. Because I don't know why they would need a human seed. Yeah, well... Unless from intergalactic children. Yeah, I mean, it could be their... You're setting up the, Ameri- the Americans, because it's not Americans. Earth isn't America. They're setting up the human race to be colonized later down the road, maybe. They're do, do, their do you genes. think there's a, a link between uh, um, MK Ultra and uh, Star, Star Children? No, MK Ultra is like where they just drug the shit out of you and destroyed your psyche. At a young age, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think MK Ultra has to do with aliens. It might. You never know, though, because like, they were trying to boost children's psychic abilities through MK Ultra. So it's basically their brain waves. Like, Something like that. Making them think as an adult, as a kid. Yeah, like, if you guys thought I was kind of weird now, wait till we get to MK Ultra, then it's going to get real weird. It, it is. I don't know. Are we, is that really going to be the next? No, we'll see. We'll no, see. MK Ultra is down the road. We got to get better at this first. <laughs> yeah, because MK is pretty weird. If you don't know what it is, it's basically about like, um, was it Russia? No, yeah. it was America did too. Everybody did it. The FBI did it in the seventies. <clears throat> okay, so basically about yeah. So there's a big story behind it. Basically, they just got these childrens that they, they don't really know anything else. So you know how, of course, when you have children, you teach them. So they're actually just taught to literally just go out and just kill. No, it's even crazier than that. Because when a child suffers enough PTSD. Their mind actually fractures and separates the situation from what's happening. So it's basically you're just in awe and control. Like they have literally have yeah. They create another consciously. I don't want. I don't want to make it a joke because it's, it's not funny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll get into that later. Let's get back to the yeah. Let's get back, get back to the story. Nice tangent. Hey, dude, could not because MK is actually. Pre- this is why we have like you know our little name is MK. Yeah. Anyways, um, Boaz here he got really offended and he quotes it as feeling like he was trained to be a good stallion. Like just a breeder. <laughs> the breeder of aliens. Like, he's the first man. Yep. Boaz said that he was given back to his clothing and taken on a tour of the ship by the humanoids. During the tour, he said that he had attempted to take a clock-like device as proof of their encounter, but was caught by the humanoids and prevented. Yeah, so, so a clock 
So why would an alien need a clock? Uh, he said it was a clock-like device. So yeah, it so... Might, it might not have been a clock. It might have just been some... I mean, you're, you're on an alien ship. You're going to equate everything to Oh, yeah, see. with something that you're used to seeing. It's yeah. like... You ever see, like, an old painting of, like, crazy shit happening in the sky? Yeah. It could be alien space battles, and humans only knew how to equate it to what they knew. Triangles and shapes and shit. Exactly, yeah. Or, like, right, Indians yeah. talk about seeing giant elephants in the sky. Well... The biggest thing they had was elephants. Like, they're, they're seeing giant yeah. spaceships, but they're equating it to elephants. Yeah, makes sense. When Boaz had returned, he discovered that four hours had passed. So he was up there getting laid for four hours. Yeah, it's like it's a, it's a nice uh, hour sesh going there now. Yeah. That's about three hours and 45 minutes more than I would last, so... Oh, I mean, like, for me, it was just like at least an hour of foreplay. And then probably, like, two minutes of sex. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> you look like the type... following this alleged event boaz claimed to have suffered from nausea and weakness as well as a headache and lesions on the skin which appeared without any kind of light bruising so no oh light bruising yeah without bru no without any kind of light bruising usually when you get lesions you get bruising from it yeah so it's It's like like absolutely his body was never even been touched before basically eventually he con he contacted journalist jose martins who had placed in an ad in a newspaper looking for people who had experiences with UFOs. Upon hearing Boaz's story, Martins contacted Dr. Olavo Fontes of the National School of Medicine of Brazil. Fontes was also in contact with the American UFO research group, APRO, which became MUFON eventually later on. All right. Fontes examined the farmer and concluded that he had been exposed to a large dose of radiation from some source was now suffering from mild radiation sickness. So now, do you think the gel was radiation or the gas? Because when you mentioned the gas, that's when it sounds like he got sick. So that, that tells me right there that they did like he did get large sick amount when he of radiation. Gas, so the gas could have been radioactive. That's a good. That's a good point. After that, Boaz lives to be uh, lives uh, till about January seventeenth, nineteen ninety one. He dies of an unknown force. See, unknown force. That's the thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it could be just... No, because he was born in... What, wasn't it 1908? No, it wasn't 1908. He wasn't that old. Like 1920s, 1930s. Yeah, there. so... I'm thinking about my Uncle Wrestley. Like my Uncle Wrestley was... Yeah, dude, my Uncle Wrestley was... Uh, so he was born in 60, 70 years old. Yeah. I don't know why I got that name. But so, yeah, my Uncle Wesley's... He died just recently, a couple years ago. He was born in 1908. God damn. Yeah, he died at 106. That's too old. No, I guess, no, no lie. I mean, it might sound really bad, especially if people have some, you know, grandparents on their deathbed. He, dude, he's been wanting to die for over four years. I feel him. 100 years old? I don't want to live that long. He's seen the, co- he's seen everything, dude. He saw the fucking first car being fucking made. World War One, World War Two, the Cold War. He's seen everything, yeah. I mean, like, I wouldn't want to live that long either. Fuck all that. Yeah, I mean, like, he he saw, dude, like, we saw vehicles that were never running on any type of battery, mm-hmm. and now only cars run on batteries. I'm Fuck pretty that. sure back in the 1908, we're like, that's never going to happen. Look, I want to get to 75, call it a good. I made it I'm cool quarters. with 75, 80. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. All right, moving on. So now we're moving on to Captain Villegas. Oh. January 1958. Captain Villegas of the Almirante Saldana notices a ufo with a ring around it he specifically says it looks like the rings of saturn so we're talking about like what we talked about earlier then yeah okay so he he specifically mentions it looks like the rings of saturn it makes a hard left makes a hard right and then it's gone 
Wait, hold on. Let's, let's, let's we'll go back on it. And I'm sorry about that. Very fine. But like, um, so the picture that you were showing me earlier. So this, so it is an old picture. Yeah. But I just like you know I just looked at it. It it looks pretty fucking real to me. Yeah. So this literally just looks like how he actually described it. So in the picture, you can't really see the detail inside the wings. No. But of course, you could actually just you know think about it how he's saying it. It literally looks like how he actually described it, and it yeah. just and it was right side of the hill. It just really looks like a UFO to me. Yeah, he, I mean, he describes it as a dome-shaped object with a ring your stereotypical it. good UFO. old alien. Yeah, where it first started all out, like yeah, this little thing, and you like like the Martian man. What's what was that cartoon? Looney Tunes. Oh, uh, Marvin the Martian. Yeah. That basically look just like looked that. just like like that. Yeah, it does look like the that. stereotypical little alien and spaceship. And of course, it's 1958. So how do you fake a picture from 1958? I mean, realistically, that picture right there. If anybody wants to see it, just please go ahead and contact us so we can actually send it to you. It actually looks pretty. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I. I can't say anything. And you can tell by the composition and the definition. You can see where the rocks are. You can even you can see, see that. You can even see the lens. The you, you even see the lens. Yeah. With it's the crazy. Two. Yeah. It actually is really actually. I never, I don't remember even sending the picture. Yeah. And so this is actually pretty, actually amazing picture. So yeah, while while he, while everybody's tripping, Captain Vegas orders his crew to take a picture. They take a picture. Bing, bang, boom. It's gone. So that, that quick. It's always yeah. that quick, Chris. It's always that quick. But yeah. when you get abducted, it's apparently it's four hours. But if you want to take like, a picture, it's about like half a second. That's all it takes, half a sec. Okay. So the next, the next one is 1966, the lead mask case. Mm. Uh, in a rainforest in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, two men are found dead with a mask of made of lead on their faces. So I love this story when he was telling me. So everybody knows that large amount of lead is going to kill yourself. Like the human body well, cannot ingested, have not large outside. Well, yeah. But these masks, they were their mask over their face. Yeah, so they're basically breathing in everything. Yeah, if you, bre- if you breathe in lead, is that actually here, or do you have to actually have lead inside of your system? Well, here's the thing. These, well, he's got to be inside your system. But here's the thing: these guys were electricians. They were they were computer tech, computer people. They were with that shit around all the day then. Yeah, so they they I think they kind of had an idea what they were doing. Yeah, because I don't think this one is alien related. They were found with an empty but bo- it's a very funny empty story. water bottle, wearing lead masks. A little boy find a kite, found him, went and told the police. It's hard to get back in the area, so it took two days to get to him. Wait, so a little kid found him, but it little took kid two, found him. but it took two days for police. because the little kid was hiking and shit, and it's really hard for the police to get back in there. Okay, to get all the equipment for the autopsies and all that shit. Ah, uh, okay, okay, yeah. So they were gonna do an autopsy because they're like, this is really weird, but they let the body sit for a couple of days because they had other autopsies to do. And this was in Brazil, right? Yeah, this was in Rio. Yeah, so we actually had we had a pause video earlier. Well, pause the podcast earlier to look up how long does it take for a body to decompose. Decompose so much that you can't make an autopsy. Yeah. And where would you say it was like twenty four to seventy two hours, somewhere around there. But I thought that was actually when you're supposed to. That's when the autopsy was supposed to be. Yeah, that's like the best time within twenty four to seventy two hours. But after that, it starts to decompose. The pain also on the weather and all that shit. Hot weather, faster decomposition. Pretty pretty fast. Yeah. So. They think the men OD'd because they were spiritualists. The only reason this is involved in the UFO is because a lot of ufologists are like, oh, they were contacting aliens. That's why they're wearing the lead mask to shield their eyes. No, they just took a bunch of psychedelics and OD'd. I mean, I mean, because think about it. If they're trying to be like, oh, yeah, they're wearing the mask for the light, 
has any any alien story that you we've heard or that people talked about even complained about the light being too bright? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't hurt their eyes. Yeah, but maybe they're constantly in contact with the aliens, and so they need to protect their. You know, it sounds like they had a groom sh- a good shroom story. Oh man, yeah. I had a good. It'd be hard to OD on shrooms though. I don't know. I feel like it'd be hard to OD on. I've taken a lot of. I've taken a lot of shrooms to the point where you're like, I don't know if this was smart. <laughs> last <laughs> like, time, buckle up. The last time I've done shrooms, it was literally the best ever. Well, I mean, you... I think I had the perfect amount. That's why. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody around me was tripping. Yeah. I was having the best time of my life. Hey, it just it affects everyone differently, though. Honestly, it must be because I was looking through. I'll but give yeah. you a quick example. So, like you know, the good old California forest. Yes, sir. The whole thing was breathing. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, no, I get you. You you felt Gaia breathing. You felt the earth breathing. I get you. <laughs> You're having a spiritual. That's moment. some crazy shit. So, just to give you an example, this probably is some bullshit liars. Oh yeah. Because no. I don't know why you would. I'm sorry, lead on your face just doesn't make sense to me. It, no, it's not a smart way. There's a lot of... You, you can wear sunglasses, you know. Right? You go stop by but the... But we're Brazilian talking 7-11. about... Well, what year was this again? 66. So there's 7-Elevens. You know, <laughs> so go to 7-Eleven, buy some of those shitty sunglasses. I mean, are they going to have those shitty sunglasses for like two or three dollars? And back, know. You know? You never know. know. Yeah, I mean, these guys are electrical technicians. Like, they should be able they to should have some. It. Yeah, they should have some dough. And they probably solder, so they probably have, like, welding They could probably make their own fucking glasses. Yeah, yeah, but instead they elected to wear lead. And they don't know <laughs> if they put the lead on after or before death. They just, they were found with lead. That's why nobody knows what the fuck happened. They were found with lead masks on their face. I like to think they were just tripping on some good psychedelics and they OD'd. It happens. Yeah, well, yeah. Makes sense to me. I agree on that one. I, I only That included, was a funny one, though. I only include that one because it was a nice little break from the alien fucking story. Oh, the crazy story. Cause I have to admit, man, Antonio, man. I don't know why. When I first read this Ontario story, I'm just like, this can't be real. And then when I heard more of his story, I'm just like, he's going in great detail. Yeah, he's going in a lot of detail. We know everybody makes, but you no, know, make up lies. And the shit. mark of a bad liar is when they have too much detail. That's true. You know what I mean? That shows you're a liar. But also, this man did have radiation sickness. He was radiated. That's true. A doctor. Cleared him. He was radiated. He had radiation. And obviously sickness, he was a and farmer. He had le- skin lesions from the radiation. So yeah, and he's a farmer. So obviously he's not he really radiated from. Yeah, he's not getting no radiation when you're farming. Is he farming uranium? <laughs> yeah. So where would he get this radiation from? Exactly. And that's actually pinpointed in the doctor's notes. So he did get some radiation, and there was no fucking bombing or anything in Brazil, Brazil this time. So where would he get this radiation poisoning from? Exactly. So, moving on to 1977, it's called the Colares Flap. UFOs were frequently sighted, and some villagers were even attacked by the UFOs. People were getting radiation burns, heat burns from the beams being shot out of these UFOs, supposedly. So, there was actually beams shot out at these UFOs, allegedly. Allegedly. So, villagers were complaining that they were being attacked by UFOs, they were shooting beams at them, they were getting lasered. It was it's a crazy it's a crazy story, but there's no pictures, there's no photographic evidence, it's just a bunch of villagers that did have radiation burns though. See, there he goes again. So that's something to tie on. So, okay, say say if you're an investigator, Chris. Well, yeah. we're, we're paranormal investigators, but let's just say like you're an investigator. No, we're, in we're paranormal investigators. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. but no, say if you were like a real investigator. No, we are. <laughs> okay, I got what you're saying. So, would you believe that? Would you believe that like, hey, like you go to somewhere and they're like, I got shot by aliens. And the only thing that you know, you heard the whole entire story, but the only thing that you see was this radiation. 
and you look around the town or village, there's no no sign of something that would give you radiation. I would look for... See, no fucking fallout shit. I think I'd look for, like, a geologist to check out uranium deposits, because there are natural uranium deposits in the Earth that are radioactive. Okay. So, let's say maybe there's a mining going on, and they get mining up some radioactive material, and they start getting sick from that, maybe. Do we actually mine in Brazil? Uh, We don't, but, I mean, Brazilians might. I don't... Yeah. True. You know, I mean, this is in the 70s, like, everybody was doing everything to get ahead of everyone. That's when mining was actually pinpoint. Yeah. Digging for gold anywhere they can. So these beams would learn leave uh learn. These beams would leave burns, puncture wounds, and it actually got so like bad that the Brazilian government dispatched a team of investigators under the code name Operation Saucer. So why the fuck would you name it Operation Saucer? <laughs> yeah. It's they fucking knew. They they had it had to be something. One of two things. The dude was stupid or they were making it so obvious that like people were like, okay, I roll. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. If if, we're, if a government was, if my government, or our government was saying like, okay, well, like just how they were doing earlier, what, in 2020? Well, they did, they lied and said that those videotapes were not leaked. When, when, when was that video actually? Was it in tw- 2007? 2019? I mean, it was, it probably came out, it probably was taken in 2007 or 17 or something like that, but yeah. like, it was released in 2019. Yeah. So yeah. And they were like, oh no, that's bullshit. And then they come out in 2020. Two weeks later. No, no yeah. two weeks later, like, oh, yeah, no, those are ours. Like, and nobody said a fucking thing. We've no one had, we've nobody had gives disclosures a shit. for the last three years, and nobody has said a thing because COVID, Trump, and everything else going on. You know what? I'm glad you said this because, like, this is actually going to get me a little bit heated. So let, let, me, let me get this straight. So we have everybody that wanted to raid Area 51 yeah. to clap some alien cheeks. Like Antonio okay. Boas. Yeah, and then out of fucking nowhere... When the government said, hey, here, these are actually true. We're not bullshitting anymore. We do not know who this is. Nobody gave a fuck. You nobody actually said a thing. Yeah, nobody gave a shit. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, you guys wanted to collapse alien shakes so fucking bad. And then now. We have proof. Yeah, of ev- proof evidence of that we collapse some cheeks. Yeah, it's not just a random person. It's just not you and I. It's not the professionals. The Pentagon. Among the us. motherfucking Pentagon is like, oh, yeah, we lied. Those are ours. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody gave a shit. How do you think I feel, man? You, I was the one talking about. It. I'm just like I'm like, we already knew. We already knew. Okay, yeah. like us, like we already oh, yeah. knew. The the believers, the listeners, we all knew. But now we're getting confirmation. Yeah. And nobody gave a shit. Nobody. They said were just a like, thing. oh, let's go clap some more alien cheeks. Nobody did that. They're just like, oh, aliens must be real. That orange bed man's more important than the green man. It must be. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I like. Like, just, we're not, just, I mean, we're no not politicizing this at all. Like, oh, how no. do you feel about Trump? That's your business. I don't give a fuck, personally. <laughs> but, like, all this shit was going on, and they could have just been like, yeah, those were ours, and nobody gave a fuck. Like, it, like, it was dumb. The thing is, like, there's years of research on this. Oh, yeah. Everybody wanted to know that this is real. And then the government says, here, here you go. It actually is real. Nobody bats an eye. Nope, nobody cared. This frustrated me in 2020. I'm like, is nobody caring because, like, it's COVID? Yeah. Well, I mean, when the first story came on, when it first got released, news news uh, sites were running it. They were running it, like, look at this. You know, there was and they were articles. making fun of it. They were actually making fun of it? They were making fun of it. Like, oh, look at this. This is real UFO, blah, blah, blah. Better watch out for the moon, man. Da, 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 da. They are making fun of it. Yeah, and then they, when they, they, they make fun of it until they come later, when ass. the Pentagon is like, oh, yeah, no, those are real. Those are ours, and we don't know what they are. See, that's never heard a goddamn really thing about good. it. Yeah, we never heard anything ever since. 
which doesn't make any sense to me. We were all about it. And then now since the government just gives us, like, actual evidence, like, yeah, you know, this, the, the shit that you saw, it's actually is real. We were bullshitting. Mm-hmm. And nobody gave a fuck. And then that's what doesn't make any sense to me. How can you be all on it? And then you get confirmation. That's what we always look for is confirmation. That's what, you know, tin hat foil people want. We want the confirmation. We finally get it. And now everyone's just like, that's not cool anymore. Yeah, that's not that's not right right now. Like right now we're doing COVID. Like come on. Yeah, let's 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 worry about a ninety nine point eight success rate instead of like aliens coming to like rape your kids and shit. No, 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 it's okay. Like, hey, COVID's real. Let's go. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It's real. But it's just I thought when that news story came out, it was everybody be would be on it, and no, like, nobody nobody cared. cared. You and I cared. I mean, I cared, but <laughs> the only ones. I was just like, or, or or my sister Jolene. Shout out Jolene since she listens to it. Hey Jolene. She, she, even she was just like, yeah, nobody cared. Like, yeah, and I don't understand why. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it's dumb. It's, it's just go on. Uh, later on, the uh, team was recalled. They said uh, they actually did though create a Air Force UFO Bureau of Investigations for in Brazil. Badass. Go. Hell yes. Like score one for the Brazilians. It might not be a panty dropper job title. Who gives a shit? But that's a dope job title. I'm the Bureau of Alien Investigations. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I got the intergalactic stuff. Like, what are you gonna do with me? Okay, this next one is a little bit of a long one, kind of similar to Antonio. It's another Antonio. 1979, July. You have to actually, if you are taking notes, please remember these dates because July comes up a lot. lot. And whose birthday is in July that you know? Leonard's. Yeah. I have a feeling. I hope so. I hope you get to clap alien cheeks on your birthday. If I get to clap alien cheeks, I'll let you you be the first person. Pictures or it didn't happen, though. I'm just saying. I don't care if you. I don't think aliens will let me. I don't care if your pecker's in the picture. Just send it to me. There's actually a picture of my dick somewhere. That's not good. Yeah, I know. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. Okay, but here we go again. July Sao Paulo. The first incident was July Sao Paulo with a topographer. Yeah. So So it's the same same exact city then. Same month, same city. Different year. Mm. July 1979, security guard Antonio Carlos Ferreira was allegedly abducted from his workplace at a furniture factory in Sao Paulo. According to his own accounts, he was approached by three humanoid figures who tranquilized him and took him aboard a small ship, which ferried him to a larger craft away. Them dudes came up, and they cosbied him. Yeah, so they actually had, like, a tranquilizer gun? Or... Uh, it doesn't say. They just said they put him to sleep. Yeah, So but they like... gave him a hot cosby. <laughs> <laughs> but so, you know how people always say, like, yeah, I can't move? Is it like that, or is he, like, literally just knocked out? I think he was knocked out because he said he was taken to a craft and then taken further away. Like, I don't... If you if you paralyzed me, I would be like, oh, yeah, they carried my paralyzed body. That'd be in my report. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they knocked him out. There he said he was positioned in front of a large television-like device and presented with a variety of images before being forced to mate with a female alien, after which he was tranquilized again and returned to the ground. I don't Why know you if guys he tranquilized guys twice? I don't know if he was actually abducted, though. Maybe his ex-girlfriend just hot cosby him. <laughs> Maybe. She's trying to get them claws in. Now she yeah, mate with what, him. Because could why tranquilize a person more than once? Yeah, it don't make sense. I mean, if you tranquilize me to get me on the spaceship, I understand. 
but you don't need to tranquilize me to get off the spaceship. I'm good, dog. Let me go. Yeah, but you're like, I ain't going to say anything. You're good. You're good to go. Oh, yeah. No, you get to bust. You get to go. You're gone. Done. Boom. Why not? Whatever. What, what else does a man need? Okay, so Furia described the creatures as being approximately 1.2 meters tall, game 5 feet. It's a red of curly hair again. Yep. Slanted eyes like human uh, and a human-like mouth. Wait. Wait, you just said like they, they spoke Japanese as well. Uh, I don't, yeah, it, we're getting to that. Oh, come on, that. Yeah, yeah, they lacked, <laughs> they lacked eyebrows or eyelashes and spoke in a language that was superficially resembled Japanese. Resembled Japanese. Now, that's just sound like this guy's racist. Maybe. Go I mean, on. I mean, Germans and Brazilians got along at, during Nazi days, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, they uh, spoke what sounded like Japanese. Some were said to have had dark skin and red curly hair, while others had light skin and straight black hair. See, that, now we're talking about Antonio. He didn't say anything about dark. No, he said that all their hair was light, except for their pubes was red. Yeah. So, the ship was spherical with three undercarriaging-like legs protruding from the bottom with the interior lit by red and green lights. Ferreria states that he... Countered the aliens again in 1982 with the craft supposedly landing close enough to him to see the female alien and a childlike alien observing him from a distance. So we're, we're talking about like this is the only first sign, uh, first uh, sign of, of a child. It, it's one of the first from Brazilian. There are some other American ones that in this timeline have happened, but we we're kind of. Oh, say to the Brazil, yeah, because yeah. there's a there's a big there's a big gap. Between Brazilians, Germans, and aliens. Yeah. We will all also be talking about, of course, you know, we can't we can't just leave Roswell out. You yeah. know. Well, but... we talked about Roswell happening the same time as the first alien encounter in Sao Paulo. And now we're back in Sao Paulo almost, what, 30 years later? Exactly 35 years later. Oh, exactly. 35 years later. Tony, it's, about, all, yeah, it's all it's all together. Connected. It's all connected. He said he experienced a third encounter later in 1982, in which he was taken into the large alien hangar via a green beam of light before being injected with a yellow substance. He said he was then taken to meet two aliens once more, the younger of whom he was led to believe was his own child. Other encounters are said to have followed to a total of 16 or 20 between 1979 and 1989. See, now the weird thing is, now Antonio, he never got to see his child. If, allegedly. If allegedly. 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 If it's true, yeah. But this guy happened to probably see it. And also lives. probably make it even more. Potentially, yeah. And he was injected with a yellow substance that they weren't told about. Or was it described to him as just some yellow substance? So the So this makes me think it might be the gel that maybe Antonio had. What's, Can we talk about substance? I'm gonna yeah. just think gel. So yeah, maybe maybe the gel they rubbed on Antonio, they figured it's easier to inject or it's better to inject it. Maybe I don't know, but it's really weird. But what's really crazy is I didn't write this in the notes for you. I just oh. kind of wanted to spring this on you myself. Oh hey yeah, that's, that's fucking During, great. You know, I'm all, between I'm the years of 1979 and 1989, while there was this UFO flap in Brazil, the Rendlesham short uh, Rendlesham Forest incident happened. An army base in Rendlesham Forest, three army um, personnel walk into the forest and they find a black triangle with a bunch of like hieroglyphs and weird symbols all over it. All right. One of them touches it and it's like it's copied into his brain. He's able to write down word, like 
line for line all these crazy symbols and they've had this man rewrite it multiple times and every time it's exactly the same and it's some kind of alien code so this guy literally just touched an object this that happened to have alien spaceship because it eventually it flies away leaving them in Rendlesham forest so this writing was on a spaceship yeah so he touches his spaceship and he just starts learning the, the code on the outside is beamed into his brain when he touches it and he's able to write down word for word everything. Well, not word for word because it's symbols. And well, shapes. yeah, it's symbols. Yeah, but that's that's probably their language. Yeah, and this happens during the same time that Antonio Ferreira or Ferreira, whatever his name is, I can't say that last name. <laughs> While Antonio Carlos F is being abducted, this is happening in Rendlesham Forest. Okay, so let me, let me just pull this back here. So this guy touches something. And just understands everything. And he can still write down these symbols. It. That's the thing is, he doesn't know what it means. He just is able to exactly replicate what he saw every time. I swear he unconsciously knows it. He probably does know it unconsciously. Yeah. But that's why he's is, able to write it down. for that shit. Because alien, uh, uh, what is it called? It's re pre-regressions, uh, hypnotism or something like that. Oh, okay, yeah. It's... It's turned out that a lot of that shit that they got from that's fake because it's highly susceptible. Okay. So you can't really hypnotize to find out the subconscious bullshit. I never knew about that. I thought that's what, like, that's like the first thing to do. Yeah. It's 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 really not reliable. It's like a... It's so like a it's just factor. like almost basically like BS shit. Like, you, you, uh, could, you could probably do it... There might be invest- some real incidences, but there's so much leading the witness... That it just fucks it up. It's like lie detectors. You can't. Yeah, you can't use a light. Yeah. If you guys didn't know, if you do take a lie detector test, you could still use it in court, but it's still like a half-assed. It's nothing that's gonna get complete because a system that they're used could also be alternated. So you don't really know which true or which false when it comes to the uh, those uh, lying tests or whatnot. All right. Now moving on down to 1996. Five years after I was born, probably about six after you. I was six years old. So we're talking about the Virginia UFO incident in Virginia, Brazil. Ah, I, I love, I love it. I love the word, yeah. Virginia. So it's come almost like Virginia, but you know, it's a Virginia little bit with of, some flavor. Yeah, some flavor. They put some rice and beans on the end of it, a little Mexican, some, a little seasoning. bit, a little bit of that taco sauce. Boom! It went from Virginia to Virginia. Virginia. So, Virginia incident had fine objects and strange creatures, which were supposedly captured by Brazilian officials. So, we're talking about the Brazilian police or the Brazilian government? Uh, officials. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. It doesn't. It just says officials. Yeah, I'm thinking about like higher up Brazilian people. Maybe, I don't, you know, maybe cops got this fucking alien in fucking handcuffs. According to media reports, a creature was first sighted by three women ranging from 14 to 22 years old. Sisters, Lilian, Vla. Valkyria, Fatima Silva, and their friend, Kaiti, Kaitia. Man, why does Lillian got the easy name and the other two were just like... Yeah, it's like, why does everything? Why does everybody else have to have like the slang on the... Yeah, the, why do they have such hard names? Yeah, stop doing that. So during the intense rain and strong winds, they allegedly saw the creature in the afternoon of January 20th, 1996. A biped, which means walking on two legs... About 1.6 meters, five feet again. There's a lot of five foot tall alien, a lot of shortlers. Yeah, with a, a bunch l- of me's running around. A, lot of, a bunch of lenders, <laughs> 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 <A bunch of laughs> mongoloids. 
With a large head and very thin body with V-shaped feet, brown skin, and large red eyes. See, these are the only ones that are actually have brown skin that I noticed. Well, One had black. What does large red eyes sound like? Uh, that sounds like Mothman. And V-shaped feet or a bird's feet? Yeah, it's Mothman, isn't it? Might be a Mothman. Could this be. might be a Brazilian Mothman. Might be. It seemed to be wobbly or unsteady, just like the Mothman. And the girls assumed to think it was injured or sick. The Silva sisters said that they fled and told their mother they had seen the devil or Diablo. 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 The woman did not believe them up until she went to see the creature and smelled a strong ammonia-like odor and found nothing but footprints and a dog sniffing the place. A dog sniffing a place. So there wasn't a dog in part of the story, but it's just a dog Yeah, when she came back, she's like, the dog was sniffing something weird. Well, I mean, dogs always sniff, though. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of weird that you smell a weird ammonia smell. And then, like, the dog's checking horrible. it out. I never know what that smells like. It's like, it's kind of like smelling salts. It's really strong, really nasty. Oh, alright. Like, it punches you in the nose when you smell it. Like, it's like, it's oh, like okay. really sharp. Yeah, it's shit that you don't, don't, don't want to sniff. Yeah. Yeah. After the Silvas related their tale to the family and spread rumors throughout the city regarding UFO sightings and alien creatures being abducted by the military forces. So it was military. Tony, man. Talking about, like, we're not going to get to it just yet, but Tony, man. Brazilians, the army, and the mage, everything. Tony, man, there's a big gap between Brazilians and aliens. There's there's, There's a big link, I guarantee. I bet you was using a big link. So later down the down the week, another creature was found lying along a road. Three military trucks were supposedly sent to retrieve it. A similar sight was reported at the local zoo by its janitor. So a janitor of all people, the guy that usually doesn't give a, give a fuck. Don't give a flying fuck. He cleaned up so much puke today. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, fuck. he ain't gonna give a shit. But then like, this takes him out and be like, all right, like, hey, I gotta I gotta say something about this one. Yeah. So I mean, Mothman just probably circling around like easy dinner. Yeah. So, uh, in the following month, though, three animals mysteriously died. Ufologist Roger Lear wrote a book, UFO Crash in Brazil, that included interviews from people who claimed two creatures were taken to a clinic before being removed by military personnel. By military? By being removed from the aliens? Uh, no, the aliens were removed by military personnel. Their bodies. The aliens' bodies? Yeah. Removed by those of the Brazilian military. And that, that's the end of the Virginia investigation. Virginia. Virginia. I like that name. But that's this dope. is a really crazy story. Yeah. And it had the next big event to happen is Mage. Which, which... will be coming up with a part two of the yeah. series. Because we're going to get two parts this time around. Yeah, I'm pretty sure not everybody likes to hear uh, an hour and 45 minutes of one oh, yeah. episode. Maybe if you like listen to Astonishing Legends. But we're just not there just yet. Oh no. We'll get there. Oh, of course we will. Yeah, so this was crazy. Look at all the links and all the the different shit connected to shit. Like, and other events outside of Brazil were happening at the same fucking time that shit as was Roswell. Here. Yep. Roswell and Sao Paulo it's, at the same time. Now it makes me wonder if there's any more. Is it just Brazil and Roswell that happened around that same time, or is there other places that people I just hasn't just even talked about? Ooh, this motherfucker spitting. Well, you know, I'm, I'm I'm deep in. Like I jumped all in. I'm like um I'm legs open. I'm ready to go. <laughs> this balls deep in some intergalactic cheeks. In some intergalactic cheeks, because you know oh, that man. has to be the out of this world 
pussy. That's a solid Beastie Boy song, Intergalactic. I never heard of that song. Probably oh, well, maybe I actually heard of it. Well, but I'll so play it for you after the episode. I probably heard of it. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this was the episode. It was a fun episode. Next week, we're talking about Mage Brazil. Mage Brazil has a weird thing happening where a lot of the information is being scrubbed on it. Yes, and there we actually maybe we'll be able to actually put the Facebook pictures. Well, the pictures on Facebook is it's we're talking about the one that we're I had the actual Google Maps. Yeah. So it's it's that one. Yeah. So, so just to give you a little little just a little, a little heads up. Alert. Yeah, there was a just you know how we all go and look at Google Maps, and we go to the satellite to see like, hi, I can see my friend's street. Blah blah blah. I can see my friend's car outside of his house. You go and check this right where this. UFO crash site happened to happen, and apparently, I don't know where Google Maps happened to fuck up. I don't know where, and you just see this portal dimension on Google Maps satellite. Yeah. So basically, what's happening is if you Google Mage Brazil UFO on Google Maps, there's a what looks like a crash landing type situation. To me, it looks like a, a straight portal rip. And then there's that opinion. what Lenny's talking about. It looks like a portal forming. Now. They're claiming it's called blooming, but I don't know. It's like like blooming in like games, uh, kind of like the same bloom. idea of flare bloom, like yeah, something reflective right there. But they're in the middle Bullshit. of the rainforest. What's reflecting? They were actually in a rainforest. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes it even worse than yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and it's like, what were they trying to do? Like Google, why you're really trying to do this? You well, know, there's damn a lot well. of things Google blocks out. That's what I'm saying, but like, yeah, yeah. so they purposely blocked this one out, mm-hmm. but saying like, oh no, that was just like a, a glitch in the system. I'm like, yeah. no, you purposely blocked this out. They're claiming, or yeah. it's actually not even blocked out. What if that image is the real image of that portal? You're talking about interdimensional aliens here. Yes. All right, you're out of your mind. What are you talking <laughs> about? No, 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 no. No, it could be though. You know what I mean? Like, you never know. It could be, and it's it's very interesting. So when you're telling me to... Google Maps never caught nothing in the wild on Google Maps, oh bullshit! I tell you right now, they probably caught a lot. Of they shit. they solved the murder with Google Maps before. They have, yeah, straight up. I did not know about that. It's a funny story. The dude just straight up, boom, boom, <laughs> Google Maps. <laughs> dude, and they Google the dude. Maps, and they just saw what him like dumping a body or something. Nah, I saw him killing the dude. They saw him actually. So yeah. it had to be the perfect place at the perfect the time. The Google car just drove by, and the dude murdered. I think they just like screenshot it. Probably. Yeah, but like that's wild. That would I would be like I I've obviously meant to be gone to jail after oh, yeah. doing this because like like what are the fucking odds? So what what did you think about all this timeline this whole episode? Let's hear it out. Your uh, your uh, me opinion. I love the Antonio guy. It's just that's just story. Just two Antonios stupid. clapping cheeks, not just one. All oh, right, yeah, two Antonios. You come but, for the one, you stay for the two. Yeah, I'm t- I'm, c- I'm talking about the Boaz though, the Boaz yeah. guy. It's just, good old farmer, just, you know, doing like that slave work, you know, working out in the fields, and then out of nowhere, everybody moves, like, nah, get out of here, like, like well, we don't know what the hell that is. Oh, like, you're mixing two stories, that's the Sao Paulo with uh, Higgins. Talking about, Antonio, oh, that Higgins Antonio was the Antonio was on his tractor, his Juan Deere tractor rolling down the street. The Juan Deere. The Juan Deere, and the it Juan dies Deere. out on him, and he gets abducted. <laughs> And forced to have There's sex so much information cast. that it just gets all controlled in my oh, dude, mind. It's all similar. That's the problem. It's all so similar. Which is Easy why we had to have this episode to begin with. That's why I took notes. <laughs> I, I had some notes. You took notes too. You did notes. Not, not just not as much. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little lazy guy. I'm just like oh. I'm just I'm just here for the background. Yo, you me me and Leo are here to research. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just a guy that just talks and asks uh, questions on the sidelines. You're the voice with a face for podcasting. You know what I'm saying? Hey, no. My face is uh, for, uh, could be in magazines. 
I would say it's for podcasting on radio <laughs> where it belongs. Well, I think that's it. Where are we at right now? Uh, that's it. We're at an hour. We're going to call it good. Right. Call it a day. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good one. We hope you liked it. This has been Chris. And this is Leonard. Tune in next time for the exciting episode of Mystery Kink. Have a good night.